Hello, cricket lovers, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast with me, Jack Hope, Ross Legg. How are you doing, Ross? I'm very well, thank you, mate. And Max Rowe Brown. How are you doing, Max? Hello. Uh, I'm a little little concerned, actually, Jack, that you've just disenfranchised a number of our listeners who aren't uh, <laughs> lovers of cricket, but uh, casual observers. Um, it didn't. It didn't seem to have too big of a, an impact last time I did it. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, you are listening to the Cricket Podcast, where we talk about cricket, and this week we will be talking about the IPL for for the penultimate time this year, I think. Um, we are midway through the IPL playoffs. We've just watched Eliminator 2 between uh, Hyderabad and Royal Challengers Bangalore, and it was, it was a pretty good game, so we'll be getting onto that shortly. Um, but as ever... With the Cricket Podcast, we like to fit in one convoluted cricket slash current affairs question to kick off the show. Um, and this week, there, well, there is no greater current affair than, um, than than Donald Trump's defeat in the US election, is there? Is it, is, is it, has it been announced yet? It hasn't been announced, but, but like we're ahead of the curve. That's what we are. We're ahead of Duckworth Lewis, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, well, until, until they you know discount all the illegal votes that there have been. So, so bearing in mind that that Donald Trump has been defeated. Um, My question for you is, if I were able to grant you any cricketing wish of your desire, anything you want in cricket terms, what would you ask for if the the caveat is that Donald Trump actually wins? Ross. This is a real test of your morals here. (laughs) Wow. What what would we give up? (laughs) You can have anything. So, as a batsman, yep. we've established well and truly on this show that it's an individual sportsman's game, cricket. Yes, yeah, yeah, of course it is, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would take um, an Englishman batter, I'd be the Englishman batting at um, on the, the Boxing Day test match and racking up a double century inside inside the first day and then ultimately losing to Donald Trump being the Aussie on the other side. That's, that's an, I didn't expect the twist there. Um, let, let's just take the first part of that. So, you, what you're saying is for for you would trade Donald Trump four more years of Donald Trump for you going to the Boxing Day Test and scoring a double title on the first day. That is exactly that's, what I'm saying. That's, yep. that's your limit, Max. Yep. Same question for you. I would accept nothing less than being England's all-time leading <laughs> run scorer and wicket taker and fielder. Yeah, so <laughs> so you're dreaming too big. And Max. even then, even problem? then, I'm not sure. You know, it would be tough. Well, to be fair, Max, you dreamt that the Sunrisers Hyderabad were going to win the IPL, and you've just dreamt for that. <laughs> they both could come true. Oh, yeah, that has to happen too. <laughs> that's the addendum. Um, what, what, what about you, Jack? Mo- morally, I don't think that's a defensible position to take, fellas. I'm ashamed of you. that you would. You'd... But, but like Ross, as you say, it is the cricket podcast, and cricket is an individual game. And, and as we, <laughs> we do a podcast about cricket, it, it's sort of on brand that we would trade the worst president of all time for four more years. Um, for for personal glory, <laughs> <laughs> it's fitting. So, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. so so well done. I'm, I'm I'm glad at least that your thresholds were high. I was when I devised the question. I was worried that one of you would be like win the Sorry Ashes to win the county <laughs> yeah, championship yeah. next year, <laughs> um, or I take ten wickets or something like something. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> at least we've gone for international standard. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Ross, is there anything else we need to tell our listeners? Because I think we're going to take a quick break today, even though it is the IPL special. We're going to we're going to break things up a little bit. There is two things that you need to know. Uh, one is that I've started Movember, and we are collecting money and raising awareness for the Movember charity, um, which is in light of mental health, um, suicide prevention, and prostate and testicular cancer. Uh, you can find all that information on our Twitter at uh, the Cricket Pod and on Instagram at the Cricket Pod. Pretty strong um, start as well. Six days in. Thank you very much. Is um, I'm hoping that I'll get more handsome as I go along. Like kind of, uh, I can imagine Tom Selleck when he had no facial hair, atrocious looking. But as he grew his moustache, he got better over time. Um, that's an odd, that's an odd um, reference. I have I've just nothing further to add. It's just an odd reference. Tom Selleck didn't didn't welcome, see that coming. <laughs> He's well known for moustaches, though. I think that's fair. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, not to get too sidetracked by a, a 90s um, actor. Um, yeah, you should follow us at The Cricket Pod, as we've said. But also tell a friend, subscribe and follow on all podcast platforms. Let's get on with the show after a very quick break. You know, I was thinking actually for these uh, breaks in the IPL specials, we should start calling them see it strategic timeouts rather than breaks. You come up with that in the second last IPL episode. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. We should have been making up our own adverts every single break, is what you're saying. Yeah, well, we are, oh. we are a gold standard podcast. Anyway, we... <laughs> the, playoffs, yeah. the playoffs have started. Uh, and we've... so is the fireworks outside of my window, if you can hear those. So, uh, yeah. sorry about that. Yeah, well, it's it's tis the season. Um, the, the playoffs have started, and, well, first up we had uh, Mumbai Indians Top of the top of the division, playing the second place Delhi Capitals for a shootout to see who will be guaranteed a spot in the final. Uh, how did that go, Ross? Well, well, I think we just need to clarify for some of our listeners that the IPL do, does have a little bit of a, a convoluted method for picking out who the finalist see, is. See, I, right? I would I would take issue with that because it's it is quite convoluted when you actually try to explain it and put it into words, but it makes loads of sense. It's got a really yeah. <laughs> the flowchart makes you that's the best way yeah. so you just, do you want to describe the flowchart Ross uh, <laughs> so you take a box in Vizio uh, no, but that's, Max I agree with you it's a convoluted way to explain it but it's the, it's the right format um, ultimately the winner of this game will go through to the final of the IPL um, the loser goes into another qualifier but will face the winner of third versus fourth place um, either RCB or Sunrisers Hyderabad um, who you'll probably know who wins by now um, in the most unsurprising turn of events, Mumbai showed Delhi Capitals all of their might, and uh, they got. They, well, they also showed all the evidence that their T Twenty strategies are spot on. Um, other than picking Nathan Coulter-Nile, which is still <laughs> a huge, huge mystery. I've got to got to give the other team a chance somehow. No, he's, yeah, the, he's, he's not even like he's just he's not even a second-rate bowler. He's like a, a sixth-rate bowler. He's just so average. Um, but ultimately, Mumbai Indians secured their place in the final um, for the sixth time in their history. Um, gents, there's all kinds of things to talk about here. Um, but first and foremost, um, let's let's just let's just go through it chronologically. I reckon um, Daniel Sams isn't very good. Is that chronologically what happened? Uh, he went for 15 okay. of the first yeah. over, so, yeah, um, which is the record for the, this uh, this um, this IPL. Um, and then, fortunately, Ravi Ashwin bowled the next over. So uh, we're not going to go ball by ball, but he removed Rohit Sharma, who um, has put on a bit of weight in quarantine. We're not here to we're not here to fat shame anyone, but the tight IPL tops are uh, looking increasingly tight on old uh, Rohit Sharma. Um, Ravi Ashwin. Greatest spinner of all time? Let's discuss that. Um, Probably not, no. I vote yes. (laughs) I don't think it's even really that close anymore. Yeah, in the IPL... No, not just in the IPL. (laughs) He's better than than Shane Warne. Better than Jeremy Snape. He will leave a legacy that will echo through the ages. Uh, but ultimately, yeah, Rohit was uh, out first ball, but it really didn't make that much of a difference as um, Quinton de Kock and Sky um, got Mumbai Indians into a pretty good position, and they looked like they were kind of on for what about 170 um, when they when they kind of just about got out. Um, but when Pollard and Krunal got out, and uh, uh, Krunal Pandya, that is, yeah, it kind of looked like 170 would be the limit. However, enter Ishan Kishan and Hardik Pandya. Lads, did you watch what happened? Uh, Hardik did a Hardik. Um, yeah, I mean, I saw it in highlight form, but I feel like that's probably was, also in real Hardik time. Hardik just is highlights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just hit sixes. He's he hit more sixes in IPL than he's hit fours. Really? Did he hit 37 and hit five sixes? Was that, is that the numbers? That's the way to do cricket, though, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point of taking the same risks to try and get a four when you can just hit a six? 
Yeah, sw- swing for the fences. They added uh, over 70 runs in the last five overs to end up with 200. Um, I just was how good this is. Pollard and Rohit Sharma both got zero. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was insane. Like, but this, this again, it justifies their strategy of picking hitters all the way down their order. They've got, they kind of got that right. Um, before we kind of go on to any more detail here, just want to read out Rohit Sharma's playoff record. Um, he's batted 19 times, hit 229 runs at an average of 12. Oh, dear. 12.7. So, big game player, Rohit Sharma. Um, guys, what did you what do you think kind of caused this? Did uh, kind of Delhi Capital get their tactics wrong, or ultimately was it the pitch? Because Nokia and Rabada went round the house. Um, I well, I think fundamentally the problem for Delhi Capitals is that they've run into one of the best T20 cricket teams of all time, having maybe their best season. <laughs> and sometimes like, there's not. I don't. Like, what are you supposed to do? Be better? I mean, it's not It's not necessarily that Rabada's bad or they picked Nokia and they should have picked someone else. It's just that that it's this, this, they're too good. Mumbai Indians are too good. Well, well, well to demonstrate that, <laughs> Delhi Capitals opened the batting and they were zero for three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, only Lightning Bolt and Bumrah both combining to almost kill the game off before it had a chance yeah, I to think, kind of get yeah, going. I think it was done. As soon as that first over was like finished, um, mm-hmm. that was, that was it. Yeah, um, yeah. Stoinis batted well. Stoinis did bat well. Stoinis... Did you see how, how unhappy he looked while he was doing it though? He had a face like thunder. He was so unimpressed with what <laughs> I don't, happened. Yeah, to but him. here's the thing: like you have to act that role, don't you? You can't be out there being like, nah, I don't know. Yeah, with a, with a grin on your face while you, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, never mind. I got 60. He at two ball, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, could, I, I hope there's a major auction coming up because my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, no, he has, to, he has to pretend that it's like, oh, I'm so angry. Do you know what well, I mean? He did a good job. He looked pissed off. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, he did. Um, did you see Crickviz did a breakdown of why Mumbai Indians are the best T20 team in, in, in the world? Um, no, I, I've not seen this. Well, it's it's in in true Crickviz style. They've identified a problem or or a thing and written a good title about it, and then like everything else is just like quite superficial <laughs> stuff that anybody with a database could look up. Um, there were like so, sort of as we're all sort of saying, one of the things they do well is they all try and hit the ball, and you, mm. th- that's good. But we can all see that. Um, there were <laughs> top level analysis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were there were some there were a couple of interesting things though. Um, their ratio of spinners to overseas bowlers since 2013, when the Mumbai Indians dynasty, if you like, although I, I don't, that might be a bit bit much, but let's just use the word dynasties. When the in, when, since the Mumbai Indians dynasty started in 2013, um, they mm. bowled way more overs of pace. Um, than anyone else with overseas bowlers and way more overs of spin with Indian bowlers. Basically playing the market, I guess. Yeah, to, to... yeah well, they've they found where the biggest differences are, aren't they? Because in, you know, in, in India, you don't traditionally have uh, a large number of high-quality pace bowlers, but you do have quite a good stock of spinners. So, yeah, you pick where the difference is to be made. And I guess that's a drafting strategy, isn't it, that's gone well? It is, yeah. But you do, you'd, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like fundamentally it. You'd, you'd think, though, I um, mean, I don't think this is quite borne out exactly, that like some of the... That would, would come through with auction prices a little bit. But I think they got like Trent Bolt on like a fairly cheap price this year. Um, they use him like one really specific role, which he can do. He can swing the ball for like the four overs it swings, and has had a and bowl really, really good... good soup. Oh no, yeah, no, <laughs> not, not <laughs> he's that. had really good uh, stuff based on that. So I think they're just very good at that sort of thing. And they're also good at the death. Um, Malinga and Bumrah will help with that. Um, and then this is this is most my favourite bit from the Crickviz article. They're good at consistency and balance. Oh yeah, top <laughs> level inside. Top level inside. <laughs> Great. Um, the only, I mean, like that that point is largely bullshit isn't it but um <laughs> they, but the one one actual stat from that that, that um maybe is slightly unusual is that they win about 60 percent of their games regardless of whether they've won the toss or not um so in other words their game plan kind of works whatever happens it's not like another famous team in the ipl that play in yellow 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> deliberately make their ground nice and small. Uh, no, like nice and big, isn't it? Um, the, the, nice like, don't, big, yeah, um, yeah. No, we're and, and we're winning the toss. It's like a major advantage to them. Um, I mean, like when Dhoni wins the toss, when they get to play in 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 their regular stadium, it's in a small. Yeah, man. it's. That's the again as you've got the wrong stadium, but it's I like you to no, try it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm that's really trying, that's yeah. Royal Challengers Bangalore. <laughs> Shit. Um, but but yeah, um, uh, the point being that they are just generally good. I don't I don't necessarily think that's analytics, but it is. Um, it does demonstrate how much they are dominating the game at the moment. Um, I mean, if you're winning sixty percent of your games in a tournament that is built to be competitive, um, where there's a huge churn of players. Um, then and a massive, massive element of luck involved. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Then, I mean, if you're winning more than half your games, you're doing well. If you're winning sixty, sixty percent is a big margin. You're, you're like, um, yeah. So, well, well, well played, um, Mumbai if, Indians. If, yeah, well done. Cricket, yeah, Mumbai Indians are good. Read about, all about it on Crickviz after we've just disseminated their article. Uh, the only other thing I had to add on this game was why do people love bowling Hardik Pandya full bungers? Like he's they did it a lot, didn't they? Yeah, I think they get they, scared. Fundamentally, I think that is what it is. It's fear. Because he's not a massive bloke, is he? He's quite a svelte bloke. So it's, it's quite interesting that he's just got such yeah, clean hitting Yeah, I reckon power. he's got like that puberty strength, though. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right, no, so hear me out on this. Guys who get big, like in their 20s, they get kind of big, but not like punchy, strong, like uh, like agile, explosive power. Do you know what I mean? Guys who do a lot of sport when they're young, my theory not based on any biology, is that they they tend to be more explosive and they can look like wiry or, or whatever, but they if they they, they hit that they're better. There you Fair go. <laughs> I mean... You're actually not, not impressed by that, are you? No, I, I, I have nothing to say. I actually have nothing to say to that. It's just... <laughs> well, yeah, fine. <laughs> in, in keeping with the theme of uh, spouting nonsense all week like we had at the start of the show, we'll carry on. <laughs> right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to RCB versus um, Sunrisers Hyderabad. Um, Sunrisers. Result of this game. Oh, pardon. Sunrisers. Oh, <sighs> you bloody love them okay. so much. Yes. But the winners of this game will ultimately face the Delhi Capitals for a place in the final. Um, yeah. So we just finished watching this game, um, didn't we, fellas? We did. And, um, it was good, know, wasn't it? I enjoyed it. It was. I enjoyed it. I think one of those one of those low scoring. I'd give Thrillers. it. I'd give it like an eight out of ten, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're not here to judge the games. We're here to talk about and analyze and deep dive and other things into the game. Um, and here's my assessment. Yeah. So, one of the things that makes each cricket match unique, and in fact, you know, like the sport of cricket when compared with other sports, is the impact of the pitch. Um, how the pitch plays is hugely important, and this is re- this this is true regardless of the level you play at. You can be playing village idiot cricket, or you can be playing the IPL eliminator. Um, the the impact of the pitch is, is is it frames the whole contest. It, it informs what a good score will be. It has an impact on which players will be more important than other players. And if you're a captain, it's basically the main tactical variable that you have to consider. And I think if you want an example of how a pitch can affect a game, then today's eliminator between RCB or Royal Challengers Bangalore, to give them their full and proper name for the final, their final game in the 2020 tournament. Who um, in India would typically play at the Chinawama <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, and uh, the Sunrisers Hyderabad. Um, this, was, this was the game. This, this, this was a perfect example of how the pitch has a massive impact. Um, so this... This wicket was like a sticky wicket. It was slow. Um, and I think you can sort of summarise the, the story of the match by saying Sunrisers Hyderabad worked out how to use it to their advantage quicker than Royal Challengers Bangalore. And basically they outthought them and that meant they won. Um, which Do you reckon that's fair enough, boys? I mean, having just watched the game? I, th- I think there was a bit where Coley realised how to... Pl- like The spin clearly was the way forward here. Like clearly, when when Sunrisers Hyderabad were batting, they were struggling against the spin. The options to hit boundaries were limited, and you saw the likes of Garg get out trying to hit those boundaries. But then Cody decided to stop bowling spin. Yeah, so I mean, let's go and if we do if we do the the whole game because I think that that's basically the trend that I think it dictated what happened. 
Um, if you look at and I think on top of that, there's another, there's another trend that, that we probably should focus on as well. If we look at the game in detail, so Royal Challengers Bangalore, they batted first. Um, and for whatever reason, they decided that the biggest game of the season would be the time to experiment. Um, so they sent out <laughs> their, their captain, leader and legend, Virat Kohli, to, to open the batting. Um, I would say my professional assessment of his innings was not great. Um, <laughs> what do you base that on <laughs> uh, I've watched a lot of cricket and, and generally if you open the batting and you're out for six um, or whatever it was you've not done your job uh, and, yeah. Yeah, that's fair it was yeah. a good spell though from Jay- Jason Holder bowled a good spell he got rid of he got rid of um, Coley and he got Two rid of nine in the power play Jason he got, Holder yeah he got rid of Padakal um, so job done from his point of view and, and, and this is kind of when I think it became clear that this was not going to be a 200 plays 200 game. Um, and I think you can kind of see how the teams reacted to that and how valuable it is in a game like this to keep the batsmen that are good at batting. So like the pure batsmen at the wickets, so they can have the biggest impact over the, the longest period of time. Um, often in 2020 cricket matches, you can criticise people for scoring slowly and overvaluing their wicket. But I don't think this was one of those games. If you look at Royal Challengers Bangalore's batting lineup, two players scored more than 10, De Villiers and Finch. De Villiers got 56 and yeah. Finch got 32. Every other batsman, and, and Coley being the only other what I would call pure batsman on that team, uh, maybe arguably Padakal as well, um, but it is his first season. But like, if you look at the the elite bat- batsmen on the, that team, two of them scored basically all their runs. Now, when it came to the second, or when it came to half time, 131. I, like, I don't know, Max. I think you were working for a lot of the afternoon. You probably saw 131 and thought mm. Sunrisers Hyderabad have got this. Um, I, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you'd you'd mentioned, uh, I, I think, in the, up to that point, that the pitch wasn't um, that great. But I think SRH, I, my thought with SRH was that they benefited from the experience of playing their last couple of games at Sharjah, where although the boundaries are ridiculously small, the pitch has started to really slow up. And I thought they've, well, they've, they've played the last couple of games with that sort of mentality of we'll restrict the, restrict the team we're playing and you know, knock it off sensibly. So I, I felt that they were well practiced enough to, uh, to do that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think. Yeah. I think most people thought it would be quite easy. Basically, though, it wasn't. Um, and like, so I don't. I don't think 131 was a great score by any stretch. But I don't think it was wildly below par. 131 was quite competitive on that wicket. Yeah. Um, and if we look at Sunrisers Hyderabad's innings itself, it was remarkably similar to Royal Challengers Bangalore. They lost wickets around the same time. They were on mm. about the same number of runs. Yeah, after, on a, at one point, overs. they were on 62 for three, exactly the same. Yeah, point. yeah. I mean, and, and that was like sort of after 11 or 12 overs. So with a lot of the innings gone. Um, but this is why, and, and, and this is all of this stuff about the pitch and how preserving your key wickets uh, is important. All of that stuff I've been talking about comes true in this last sort of eight overs of the game. When Kane Williamson, who's one of the best all-format batsmen in batters in the world, and um, Jason Holder, who's an excellent all-rounder, a good Test batsman, um, and a decent T20 batsman, are together at the crease, um, because they basically assess. And Ross, you've you, you've you've spoiled the end of the story to some extent, but they <laughs> they 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 basically make the gamble that if they can score a few runs or some runs off the spinners, that Coley will bottle it and go back to his pace bowlers on a wicket where pace bowlers bowling was a lot easier to hit, and they win. And and that that gamble, um, it, it, it with with five overs left, they need nine and over, which looked really quite difficult on that wicket. Um, in the end, they won with two balls to spare, and they, apart from one notable incident, and they didn't really look like they were taking too many risks. Um, yeah, uh, so it was a, a, a tactical blunder, I think, from Coley, but also a, a calculated gamble from Holder and Williamson. Yeah, that won the game. Sunrisers Hyderabad. So too rigid, do you think, from Coley then? You think you think he had that plan, you know, the pre-game plan. I will bowl these bowlers and then try and nick an over here and finish with 
what what pace we have left. And Kane, Williamson, and Jason Holder, you think they basically knew that's what Coley would do? I think it's down to his arrogance. Who, Coley? Yeah, I, I think they had a game plan. I thought the selection was actually really, bringing in Adam Zampa for Chris Morris was actually a really good decision. Yeah. Morris was injured, but it was, they Morris picked the right injured, bowler. Yeah, yeah. Adam, yeah, Adam Zampa was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I just thought that there was, I think it was over 17, was it, where they went back to the pace bowling. I think if they would have given Moeen Ali, who went for four runs in two overs ago, another over, is, is a completely different is a completely different target for Williamson yeah. and Holder. I, mean, I can um, see why he didn't go for Washington Sundar because he'd gone for 21 off his two. So, you know, he'd, and I think um, he'd, Kane Williamson had managed to get a couple of sixes off him where he tossed it up a little bit full. And, uh, he, well, he gobbled those up, so I can see why Coley maybe shied away from that. But you also, when you also have Moeen Ali, who had, I think he'd probably been clever and looked at the state of the pitch and thought, okay, I'm just going to hold the length back a bit, and that was hard to play. Yeah, yeah it was. I think it, obviously, in, in those situations, in massive games, like to, this is a huge game of both of these sides. You want your experienced players to come out and do the business for you. That's why you spend so much money on them. Moeen Ali is what it was ODI captain this year for England. He's he's been around the world playing T20 cricket. Give him another over, Cody. Um, I've got Cody's stats here, so like I did with Rohit Sharma earlier. Um, Virat Chokli, um, <laughs> which bat- batted eleven times. Ow. Um, he's only scored two hundred and thirty-seven runs, an average of twenty-six, with a strike rate of one hundred and twenty-four. He's he's just not a big game player in the IPL. It's a lot better than well, Rohit. He's never scored a hundred in an ICC tournament either, has he? So, so there yeah. we go. Uh, <laughs> he's, 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 he's behind who? What? Steve Smith, Kane Williamson, Joe Root. Let's just put that in there. Um, but anyway, it was a ultimately a really good performance from um, Sunrisers Hyderabad. And did you see the Yorker from Natar- Natarajan? Yeah, yeah. To um, get out AB Yeah, it was good. Oh, in swinging, left hander, middle stump out of the ground, beauty. That was, um, and that that potentially changed the game as well. Yeah, because. Like as we're saying, as you saw Williamson do, basically, mm. once you once a good batsman got in on that wicket, and, one, and in general, general when when the pitch is difficult, once a good batsman gets in, they are able to do things that bad batsmen can't do. And Williamson yeah. went from about ten off twenty to scoring at well over a runner a ball by the time he'd won the game or, or, or played a big part in winning the game for Sunrisers Hyderabad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, well, Williamson won man of the match for that, and and rightly so, I think. I think it's it's quite interesting that you bring up that um, that ball from uh, Natarajan, though, because the uh, the post match press conference with uh, David Warner was quite enlightening about SRH and how they've sort of changed their strategy up a bit. So, in contrast to how Virat Kohli, we would argue, has been a little rigid today with how he's gone about choosing his bowlers, um, Warner. Especially once sort of Holder came in and they rejigged their side a bit, they they noticed that they kind of needed to hold Natarajan back a bit. So and that's how opening up with Jason Holder's allowed them to do that. And you can see how that's reaped the reaped the rewards with getting that wicket of De Villiers at the end and um, improved the balance, I suppose, of of the side and the bowling attack. I think there's one big point we we should mention as well because in games like this. Both teams do. We're talking about. Obviously, we've seen the game and we know the result. And we're talking about it a little bit like it was a foregone conclusion that Williamson and Holder would guide this team home with eight overs left. But they did have to take some. If risk. they were going to do it, it had to be those two. Yeah, and <laughs> and often in these games, there's one moment where the team that's behind have an opportunity to 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 get ahead. Um, yes, and I think in this situation, it was probably Devda. Padakal's opportunity on the boundary off Williamson. Mm. Max, do you want to talk us through what happened? Because it wasn't it wasn't an easy catch, but uh... no. So well, it was um, it was a rank delivery first up, <laughs> full toss on leg stump, which um, uh, Williamson well sort of flicked away in the air, timed it nicely, but it was within reach, and uh, Devdut Padakal on the boundary jumped, took the catch, and classically noticed that he was toppling over backwards. Chucked it in the air, as as many fielders are now able to do. Unfortunately, when he landed, he trod on the sort of boundary rope thing, advertising cushiony stuff, Cushion. and um, kind of tripped himself up and couldn't get back in in time to take the catch. And I mean, he saved five runs, which obviously was half the job, but 
getting Williamson at that point, I think, well, I think most people would agree that that would have been that. I think that flips the game from yeah. from SRH as favourites to uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore Definitely. as favourites. Um, but, you know, um, good effort. That's where it goes. <laughs> the 1%ers. The the um, final, uh, well, as a final couple of things. One, one was just an observation. So I went through and had a look um, just to make sure there was evidence for our spinners should have bowled a spinner theory. Spinners in this game, uh, they bowled about, I think they bowled 19 overs, uh, went for 5.9 and over. Pace bowlers went for almost seven. So a reasonable difference there. Um, finally, did you not think it was a little bit odd that Royal Challengers Bangalore would swap three overseas players for their for their playoff match? Really weird. It's the, it's the RCB lottery. <laughs> oh yeah, obviously Chris Morris was injured, but yeah, okay. So you have to make one change. You'd think, but, oh, maybe yeah. we don't destabilize things the too much team. here, lads. <laughs> uh, well, they've been on a bit of a. They have been on a bit of a bad run, to be fair. Yeah, you know, and they and they, just, they, they only the made show. it through to the uh, to the playoffs by virtue of uh, managing to lose or take the game into after seventeen and a half overs against uh, Delhi Capitals, <laughs> didn't they? So maybe maybe yeah. change was needed. Who knows? Yeah, right. Um, that basically means um, to to sum up then that Sunrisers Hyderabad they go through to the second qualifier for the final to play Delhi Capitals. The winner, of course, will go to the final to play Mumbai Indians. And it's season over for Coley and the RCB boys. Um, any final words before we take a break um, on, on Royal Challengers Bangalore? An obituary, if you like. Yep, see you later, Coley. <laughs> <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> That's all I've got to add on that matter. Excellent. I think that's all you needed to say. We love hearing from our listeners, so please follow us at The Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you have a great story, like Scotty G did, about the Hayden Way, Matthew Hayden's personal website, we want to hear about it. So from wherever you're from, send us in a great story and we'll read out on the show. Email us on thecricketpod at gmail.com. Thank you very much. We have two matches to preview for, or to wrap up this year's IPL. However, there is one um, issue with that, isn't there, Max? Um, because we can't actually preview them all because we don't know what will happen. So what are we going to do? Max. Well, well, basically, we're just going to have to uh, preview it in two parallel universes. <laughs> yes. So that's basically what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to preview the next qualifier, which is Sunrisers Hyderabad against Delhi Capitals, and then we'll have a look at the two possible matchups for the final: uh, Delhi Capitals v Mumbai Indians and Sunrisers Hyderabad v Mumbai Indians. Um, and then on our next show, we'll we'll get back together and, and see which one of our previews was relevant. Um, but <laughs> you people, you're going to have to sit through them both, unless you unless you listen to this show after um, Saturday night or Sunday or whenever it is. In which case, you will. You can just skip through. So, so like you know those uh, like um, goosebumps books where it's like, oh, go to uh, what are they called? Select a quest or something like that. So oh, yeah, you, go you, to page one hundred and forty. Yeah, you, you read you do this. Yeah, so you're gonna imagine the cricket match tomorrow is a, a chapter in a book or a page in a book, and then at the bottom it will say, "Go to page two if Delhi Capitals make the final. Go to page three if Sunrisers Hyderabad make the final." This is what do you're we, have do. To we do. have the ability to put a link in to make it easier for our listeners, or are they just gonna have to fast forward about Absol- five minutes? We're absolutely not gonna do that. Excellent. <laughs> Yeah, they'll, they'll be too busy looking up this very niche way of reading a book and the types of books. <laughs> I don't think it's that niche. I think that's quite. Oh. I think most people who can read or read as children. Um, so, I guess of the three of us, that's me and Max. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll know what we're talking about. Um, idiots, which I guess is you, won't. Shall we do anyway, some previews? Moving swiftly on. <laughs> moving swiftly on. From uh, from that, uh, it is Delhi Capitals versus Sunrisers Hyderabad. Sunrisers Hyderabad have won four on the bounce, and unbelievably, Max's prediction at the start of the tournament Go on, is the somehow still going. Um, Dan Weston, good friend of the show, was on uh, last week's show previewing um, these games. He um, said that Sunrisers Hyderabad throughout the tournament got their recruitment strategy wrong, got their tactics wrong, but repl- uh, 
Replacing Mitchell Marsh with Jason Holder has been an absolute masterstroke by Trevor Bayliss et al. Um, combine his nous, and obviously he's the West Indies skipper, with the Kiwi skipper, Kane Williamson, David Warner's intensity, not sure he's got loads behind the old ears, but his intensity is great, and then Rashid Khan's class has ultimately dragged into being one game away from the final. Um, the brilliantly frustrating Delhi Capitals stand in their way, um, who just have a team full of talent, but it's just going wrong for them. Um, I've looked at the previous meetings of these two teams in the uh, in this year's IPL, and it's fair to say that Sunrisers Hyderabad have the wood over Delhi Capitals. Um, in the last game, you'll remember that Sunrisers Hyderabad smashed 219 and bowled them out for 131. Um, and in the game previously to that, Sunrisers Hyderabad beat them quite easily when they scored 162 and uh, limited them to 147. Um, Two of the big game players, David Warner, he's at over 100 runs against them so far. And Rashid Khan has taken three for seven and three for 14. Chaps, my question to you is, are they still going to have the wood over them? Or is Delhi Capitals going to roar back and um, go get beaten by Mumbai Indians in the final? So my, the first thing I'd say is that no team has lost three matches to two different opponents in a single IPL. So whatever happens here, Delhi Capitals are chasing history. (laughs) <laughs> Max, what was your point? I was going to say, Delhi Capitals, fresh off a hammering from Mumbai Indians. Already, as Ross says, uh, struggling against Sunrisers. Only one outcome. Delhi Capitals win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be backing Sunrisers all the way to the final. I won't tell you where I'll go beyond that. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think that the Capitals need to change anything, if uh, anything about what they're doing to win this match. I think they're better. I think their tactics are better. Um, I think they've got the better bowling unit. Um, and I, I think if you have a look at Sunrisers Hyderabad, um, if you're able, I mean, like more than any other team in the tournament, if you're able to take like four wickets, they can't do anything. They don't, mm. they don't bat particularly deep. Um, and I think that the, the Sunrise, uh, the, the Delhi Capitals, I think have the firepower between Nokia and Ashwin and uh, Rabada. To, to take those wickets, um, they haven't in in the other two games, which is why they've lost. But I think they'll, I think they will, I think they'll do it in this game. Um, I think they're probably a reasonably significant favourite. Third time lucky for you, then. Yeah, I mean, I think the other thing that obviously the, the 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 person, if you like, who has the wood or the most wood in this um, in this in this conversation is Rashid Khan, who has uh, really. <laughs> um, Really done a bit of a number on the Capitals in, in the tournament so far. Um, so I think Delhi Capitals maybe have to change a little bit in terms of how they approach Sunrisers. Um, and they have to dictate to some extent when Rashid Khan bowls. Um, the, 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 when, when he took three for seven, basically what happened is that they got in trouble and then they let... they let. Um, sorry, my housemates just come home halfway through this conversation. So you, you might hear him in the background. <laughs> Um, but they let Rashid Khan bowl when Warner wanted him to bowl, and so they couldn't take him away for any runs. And bats, but they had new batters facing him, and um, Rashid Khan was able to take wickets and and restrict runs. Um, if you can attack some of the other bowlers, then Rashid Khan has to be used as a weapon to try and break a partnership, which means he's bowling to set batsmen who are less likely to get out to him, and probably able uh, or set enough to rotate the strike some somewhat so i i think that's the key battle basically no i agree with you there but i think delhi capital have to change their team for this one i think that they need to have another batter in that middle order and i think that someone like shimron hetmeyer needs to come back in um ultimately um sure at the top of the order is not hitting any runs worst form possible in the ipl um but that does mean that shimron hetmeyer is an overseas player right yeah so i i think hetmeyer for sams is probably what I would do if I were running the show. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, th- I think the value that Sam's brings isn't as much value as Hetmeyer brings. So him with the ball is actually not as good as Hetmeyer with the bat. So um, when it comes to who they can fill the team with, I think there's probably better players for them. Yeah, I mean, or Lamachani, if you want to go really rogue. But I, I would yeah. <laughs> I would probably go with Hetmeyer because I think, and we've discussed this over and over again in this tournament, Delhi Capitals don't necessarily have the firepower to, to gun down a 200 score or to post a 200 score. Hetmeyer gives them that possibility. Um, 
and otherwise there's a, there's a lot right riding on um stoyness isn't there uh, yeah. a lot, lot which is fine with his big shoulders <laughs> he does have big shoulders yeah um should we move on if there's nothing else oh, well no have we predicted who will win let's do that i'm back in sunrises likewise i'm gonna go with the capitals i'm gonna go with the capitals um there we go permutations then that means we're, we're on to the the two theoretical finals existing in their two parallel ipl universes which well we should probably go with the one we think's most likely so sunrises hyderabad v mumbai indians first I guess so. Who who would have thought? Um, well, yeah, in that vein, three weeks ago, uh, you'd have, well, you might have been accused of being uh, pretty mad for suggesting summarizers uh, were going to make the playoffs, uh, let alone potentially the final. And you'd have been certifiably insane uh, to say that one of the keys to their chances in said final would be the fitness of their 36-year-old wicketkeeper batsman, Rudiman Saha, <laughs> who we once questioned... <laughs> Um, whether he was better than his footballing namesake. <laughs> um, but um, somehow that is actually arguably the case. And if uh, SRH do make it five on the bounce um, uh, after beating Delhi Capitals, then it is actually all to play for. Um, so I mean, to backtrack a little bit on what I mean about um, Saha, as he missed out in the game against um, RCB um, and uh, Goswami came in, um, did nothing with the bat, I think they need a little more if they're going to take on the Mumbai Indians. Um, so I, he came I think they the need team. a whole boat of Sahars to take on the Mumbai Indians. <laughs> yeah, to be well, maybe. <laughs> but he came into the team, I guess, largely because uh, Sunrisers wanted to play Williamson and they'd brought in Holder. And the unlucky party was Johnny Burstow because I guess um, Sahar was kind of the replacement, wasn't he? He was a, a wicketkeeper batsman. But they probably didn't expect him to actually come in and do such a good job. So he's hit 214 runs in four games at a strike rate of 140, which is pretty good and better than Bairstow was doing. And sort of alongside Warner at the top of the order, he's they've now made, been able to, in those games, create a platform that their now better balanced side is able to build on. So now they've got Pandy, Williamson and Holder to follow with Priam Garg, who may or may not come off. He hasn't done much so far, but he's had the odd innings. They've actually got a bit more now about them and can um, sort of can, you know, actually keep an innings going for a bit longer. And I think we saw that against uh, RCB in that Williamson and Holder were able to, to bring the game home, whereas maybe earlier in the tournament, it would have been a bit of a, a meek collapse. So, I mean, that's why I think Saha's going to be so important. Their chances, if they want to win, they will need him up the order to contribute. Um, and they might be buoyed as well by the fact that they beat Mumbai Indians by 10 wickets in the final game of the uh, group stages to make the playoffs. Yeah, Mumbai Indians tried but really hard in that game it was, as well. Yes, it was about half of the Mumbai Indians because there was no Bumrah and there was no Hardik and there was no Trent Bolt. Uh, so... When they come back, as we saw them come back against um, Delhi Capitals and smack the ball all over the place and then leave Delhi Capitals naught for three, I I can't see any other outcome but a Mumbai Indians win, unfortunately. This is where my faith runs out. I've so in, I've backed the Oranges Max. all the way. but And I love that. I love that you've backed them all the way. <laughs> I've got so much respect for it. Um, but interestingly, you talk around the Bolt was there. Bolt was actually off the field injured. Yeah. In the last game, um, and actually Pattinson would be his obviously his likely replacement, yeah. or Mitchell McLennigan. Oh. <laughs> Just <laughs> throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there for the final. <laughs> yeah, we've not seen Mitchell. We haven't seen Mitchell McLennigan, but what a time it would be to to see the great man. Yeah, the, the face of male modelling. Yeah, and perhaps we could perhaps we could finally settle the debate we had at the very beginning in the IPL previews of the uh, Mitchell McLennigan versus Rashid Khan sexy man debate. That would that would be good. That's really what that's what cricket needs right now. That would it? be a beautiful symmetry. It doesn't it, need to the, the, to the whole season. It doesn't need the hundred. It doesn't need the Test World Championship. It needs Mitchell McLennigan v Rashid Khan in an IPL final. <laughs> I thought you were about to say the the world actually needs some kind of like Mister Universe. <laughs> we could could have a Mister Universe. I think Mister Universe is probably already a thing. Mister Universe not, boss. Yeah. All <laughs> uh, right. So are we are we going to do some predictions uh, in in IPL Reality One? 
Well, yeah, what, I, what do I you think, Max? I, I agree with Max. I think ultimately, the, and I agree, it's going to be the same for the other one. But Mumbai Indians just have too too good of a side, and they are on too much of a good run, uh, too better of a strategy than the other teams. They are they're going to win the IPL. Yeah, I mean Mumbai Indians will beat this team. Mumbai Indians will probably beat any team, won't they? <laughs> <laughs> they're just pretty good, aren't they? They are just really good, as um, Crickvis has told us. Yeah. Did you know though? Um, before as a, uh, Max as a segue, I guess to the, the next one. They, they there have only been three occasions in the history of the IPL where the team who has topped the group has won really? the tournament. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a statistical anomaly considering how the playoffs go as well. Um, but yeah, I don't. I think Mumbai Indians <laughs> might might be the fourth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, should we talk about IPL Reality Two? Let's do yes, it. please. Yeah, so in this version of events, the Delhi Capitals um, smash Rashid Khan all around the ground and they go to play the Mumbai Indians on a high. Um, in fact, the whole of the cricketing world is talking about how this team has transformed itself in that game. Um, and and many of the Mumbai Indians are considering retirement in advance of the match. However, um, Akash Ambani famous for his role in Cricket Fever, the smash hit Netflix documentary. Um, he convinces the boys to get together and, and, and play this final game. Um, he might pick Mitchell McLennan. He's going to leave that to the last minute, um, but he definitely won't pick Trent Bolt because he is injured. Um, and, and it comes down to to uh, the, well, the final. Um, after all of that um, prelude, uh, it is a big build-up in this world. Uh, it's a big build-up. Um, yeah, it comes to, it comes to the match, uh, and basically, once again, <laughs> for the third time, fourth time in the tournament, sorry, we would see the most well-constructed team playing the best cricket. Maybe in their maybe in their defining year, to be honest, they have been very good. The Mumbai Indians, um, they would take on the Delhi Capitals um, and probably beat them. So after all of that, <laughs> after all of that, you've gone out, gone out with a whimper there. Uh, so you're not going to say there's going to be a sh- like a swashbuckling, a shikadawan, no. another century. So his fundamental. I mean, like as I said, I don't know, ten minutes ago, or whatever. Um, Delhi Capitals don't have the firepower to blow teams away, and they don't really have the firepower to compete with teams that can blow teams away. And and, and the Mumbai Indians are the the chief blowers away of teams, perhaps in history. Um, so I don't, I don't really see why, in the fourth matchup between these teams, why, why would the Delhi Capitals be any more competitive than the completely uncompetitiveness of their their previous three matchups? There's not. I mean, use use some logic on on me and explain why the Indians don't win this game. I I don't have anything to say on that because I think whoever Mumbai Indians play, if they play properly, they will win. Because they are the best team. So in the you IPL. think? Ah, so maybe you think that to spite Akash and Barney after he forces them to play <laughs> against the mighty Delhi Capitals, they will um, do some kind of dirty protest and lose on purpose. Maybe. Yeah, yeah it's possible. No. Well, my view is, come of the hour, come of the Rishab Pant. Right. So, so here's actually, I, I've had a look at this. Um, I, if we move away from, I mean, it's hard. To, it's hard to take seriously a game that might never happen. Um, I don't know <laughs> if that's coming across. I hope not. But um, I, I did. Serious. I did show this. Um, I, I did map some possible routes to victory for the Capitals. Um, so one was uh, don't lose loads of wickets to the new ball. Um, Trent Bolt not being around should help with that because I think they've struggled with him in the tournament um, in general. Um, my theory is that they'll have better options to hit people later. Um, and so don't worry too much about trying to score 80 in the power play or something like that. Two, target any over the Pollard bowls. You have to just try and hit yeah. that for 30. Absolutely. Like, I'm not, maybe not 30, but you know what I mean. He can't, you can't give them that option. He has to get car parked. Three, Target whoever bowls death overs that isn't named Bumrah. If if the Mumbai <laughs> if the Mumbai Indians have a weakness, is they don't have uh, an elite death bowler besides him. Pattinson can't really do it. Bolt couldn't do it. There's not. Maybe Mitchell McLennigan still got it. We don't know. Um, is Mitchell McLennigan a left arm? Yeah, he is. Yeah, which is yeah. why I think that he might actually play. Uh, mm. He's also from New Zealand, so 
like for like like for like yeah yeah um i think that's that's a, so they're, they're, that's a serious point um four you have to take some risks against jahar um now jahar's quite good so that's not ideal but i just think the matchups elsewhere are, are really bad um, they did they did plunder runs off him though he had yeah no i stinker didn't they? I, well, I that's good they need to keep doing that that's not um Maybe that maybe they're set up to do that, but that's that's someone. So Pollard and Shahar, I think, have to go. Our five, um, make Pant good again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pant was uh, like kind of dubbed like the second coming, wasn't he? He was just like, yeah, he's gonna smash it all over the place. His stats look really good, and now he's been yeah, he's a bit of damp squib. Yeah, he's been he's had a bad tournament. tournament. Um, mm-hmm. But you never know. I mean, like he obviously is a player <laughs> with quality. Um, but I, I, I think he'll need to do something. Uh, so I, I don't really I don't really see how this Delhi Castle team can beat this Mumbai Indians team. Well there there we go. Both scenarios and all roads lead to Mumbai. Yeah. So what which of the two potential finalists that aren't Mumbai do you think have the best chance? SRH. Ross? You've just changed your mind. No, I think I think Delhi Capitals will beat SRH, but I think in a final SRH have a little bit more star power. Dave Warner can do crazy things. Yeah. Rashi Khan can do crazy things. Delhi Capitals are a little bit steady. Yeah, you're talking what I about mean? the firepower thing again, aren't you? So, my, yeah. as we've said uh, multiple times, Mumbai Indians can hit all the way through. SRH can keep up with that, but they have fewer options to do so. It's not necessarily that SRH can hit all the way through. It's that they have well, no, maybe the best opening batsman yeah, in, in, the, they, in the tournament. They need those people to come off because they don't have the backup that MI yeah, 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 do. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and Delhi Capitals do have that backup as well. It's just not as good as MI's. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, that's that will be the IPL. We'll talk about this. I think we're going to Tuesday, aren't we, next week after the final? Because that's when the final is for no one knows why. For no apparent reason whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> <laughs> and uh, we also have a pretty big guest coming uh, on the show, yeah, I was going to say do we want to tell people that Paul Nixon's coming on the show I think we who's just Paul did <laughs> who's, who's Paul Nixon again Max is, is, he, is he one of your wicketkeeper lot he is he's a he's a, a classic wicketkeeping legend with apparently yeah. lots of good banter behind the stumps yeah. I've heard we will we, we will um, we'll be talking to someone special on <laughs> what an announcement that was sorry um, Paul <laughs> Probably not listening to this one's fine. Ex-England wicketkeeper. Um, he's got one of the best T20 managerial records in the world. He's currently um, he's... Leicestershire's coach. It's like, like, like Paul Nixon's um, a, a, a big, big guy in English cricket. And um, yeah, I mean, I, as I anyone who knows mate, who he is. Actually, yeah. I said to a mate the other day, um, he asked me if we got any had any uh, recent good episodes. I said, oh, we've got Paul Nixon coming on a Monday. He said, oh, really? That's cool. So there you go. He's um, probably heard of the most famous talker in English cricket in, in our mm-hmm. lifetimes. Yeah, and, and I mean, just on the back of this last 30 seconds, you can see why the next iteration of whatever Netflix show comes on about a cricket team, we're going to do the trailer for. <laughs> right, let's wrap this up. Uh, thank you very much for listening. You can find us at The Cricket Pod on Twitter and Facebook. You should subscribe to The Cricket Pod on whatever you subscribe on whatever you listen to podcasts on uh, you should tell a friend and um, you should email us as well thecricketpod at gmail.com we had some emails this week but they were about um, beer and not about cricket so we didn't read them beer's out beer's good though yeah and let us know if you've got any questions for Paul Nixon <laughs> yeah that, that's always on point Max that's why that's why we love you <laughs> um, this show's now at least three minutes longer than it needed to be Thank you very much for listening. Bonus content, isn't it? That's what they call it. <laughs> Goodbye. Do, do we want to do a more succinct ending, or are you just are you okay? All right.